0: God has given me the tongue of the Lord that I should know how to speak a word in season to Him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as a Lord. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious, nor did I turn away. Amen, amen, amen. We need to make that confession before our God every time we go into God's Word. Uh, We're talking about God... The family, next Sunday, my wife will be uh, speaking. Hello. And, um, yes. Yes. And uh, she'll be sharing with us on, about, on uh, how to raise godly children. Um, we didn't know how to do that, but God helped us. But we trusted him. But God will share with, she'll share with you some things that are very important that we believe are very important in uh, raising uh, families. But today I'm still talking about why God created the family and success in marriage. Success in marriage. I believe firmly that every born-again Christian, every born-again family has the potential, the ability to have a successful marriage life. I believe that. You have what it takes is there in you. You can have a successful marriage life if you want to. Because marriage is from God. God was the one that put that institution into place. And for his children, he is not going to take anything away from helping you to, do, to, have, a, I mean, to have success in marriage. God has it in you. Every born-again family, if they want to, every born-again person, if you want to, you can be successful in your married life. I believe you can. Because God is the one that gave this to us. The foundation of marriage is not based on what we call, or what we know in the world, love. Love, the way we understand that word, love cannot guarantee you success in marriage. There are other things that are more important than the feeling of love. A man looks at a woman and, and uh, chemical reactions go on all over his body. Right? Right? But those chemical reactions, they change every five seconds. <laughs> and so, don't depend on that chemical reaction, that feeling that you're thinking. is love. It may, it's not going to help when it comes to marriage. There are other important things. In the Greek language, there are five uh, different words for love. The first one is filial. And filial, that means just friendship love. And then the second one is eros, uh, where we get the word erotic, erotic love. That's sensual love. And that's where most people stop. The sensual love. He's going to get married. He has no idea what marriage is all about. He's excited. That chemistry is going on in his body and those chemicals and these chemical reactions. He is feeling good. But that's not what marriage is all about. It's much more than that. That's eros. And so that's family love. But the fourth kind of love is called agape. And that's God's kind of love. That's the only kind of love that, will, that is the foundation for the Christian marriage. If you want success in marriage, that's the unconditional love that God is giving to us, that's what will help your marriage to succeed. It's called agape. That's unconditional love or the God kind of love. And uh, Thomas Aquinas, that's uh, an Italian uh, philosopher, he actually described it this way. He says, to will the good of another. So marriage is not about you. It's to will the good of another. And the God, the God kind of love is a commandment. Husband, love your wife. That's a commandment. The, you can have feelings in a commandment. You got it's right there. It's a commandment. You have to love. No feelings in there. The feelings follow afterwards. So we can love our spouses according to the Word of God. This scripture is so important as we talk about what then results in a successful marriage. What do we need to know so we can have a successful marriage? What do we need to know? Now, Hebrews chapter 3 verse 4 tells us, he says, For every house is built by someone. Every house is built by someone, but he who builds all things is God marriage is built a successful marriage is built it has to have a foundation if you have to have a building that building has to have a foundation notice it says a house is built by someone but he who builds all things is God so, God builds all things, including a successful marriage. So, a successful marriage has to be built by someone, and God has to have a part in it. Marriage is built. You, marriage is like a house. You can't just sit there and the house just appears. There's got to be some planning to it, there's got to be some foundation to it. You have to have a solid foundation. Most people get into marriage, they don't there's no plan. All they have is the chemistry. We're gonna get married. They they no thought about what the future is gonna be. All I feel this way and I want this person. And it's all sex. Hello. And after two weeks all of that's gone. And then you face reality. The sex is still there, but you're thinking, I think I made a mistake. No, uh, the, chemistry is not, the chemical reaction is no longer there. Uh, you're having a different kind of chemical reaction right now. So what does it take? What we need, if you have to have a successful marriage, it takes knowledge of what you are getting into you need to know what you're getting into. You need to understand it very well. It takes understanding also. And it takes wisdom. Listen to this scripture here. Proverbs 24, verse 3 and 4. He says, through wisdom, a house is built. Marriage is built. A house is built through wisdom. Wisdom. And by understanding, it is established. So, building a house is one thing. Getting married is one thing. To establish it, he takes understanding. You have to understand what you are getting into, how it works. Takes understanding. And then he says, by knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. So knowledge is important. You have to know. You know, in the state of Texas, they won't let you drive on their roads until you are a certain age, right? It's too risky for the state of Texas to let you drive until you are maybe about 16 or 17, right? They won't let you drive. And they still don't want you to drive until you have taken a course right? They won't give you a license until you have taken the course, uh, and, and then they'll test you to know if you really comprehend it. So, knowledge is acquiring information. Understanding is learning. Comprehending the information and understanding the principles behind whatever you're learning. You understand it well, then you do well. If you don't understand it, you will make a lot of mistakes and you hurt for a while until you understand it. Wisdom then is the application of the knowledge that you have ap- acquired, applying the knowledge. That's wisdom, application of knowledge. So, but Texas, they won't let you drive on their roads until you have taken the test. And even if you pass the test, they are still not satisfied. They want to sit by you while you drive to see how you do on the roads for a test. Am I right? Yeah, they won't give you their license. And if you turn the wrong way, they said, come back next time, you're not getting the license. You're not qualified. But when it comes to marriage, they don't even ask questions. You show up and they'll give you your marriage license. Nobody asks you if you understand this thing called marriage. No question asked. All you tell them, we're love. We're going to get married. No tests. No one says, have you studied anything about marriage? Oh no, we're love. Love's going to carry us. For two weeks, you'll find out about that. After two weeks, it's all over. It's strange. People prepare so much for wedding. Everything is right. The flowers, everything. Oh, they rehearse. Right? But wedding is not marriage. That's just ceremony. The real thing, it comes after you get home. That's when marriage begins. Now you got to deal with it. It's so important that we know. The scripture tells us in here, uh, us here, chapter 4, verse 6, scripture that we all know very well. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge i also will reject you from being priests for me because you have forgotten the laws of your god i also will forget your children it can be deliberate when you don't acquire the knowledge that is required that is needed you will need to study and know what is this thing about marriage maybe most of you don't know my father died when i was 12 years old i have never in my entire life had a male figure over my life i was on my own no male figure i didn't know what it meant to be a father he was never around he died even before his de- before 12, he was never at home. We were at home by ourselves with all the ladies. And so I knew this is going to be a challenge, marrying and be a husband. Never seen it work. More so, my father was a polygamist. A lot of wives. Hello. He was never at home. And I thought to myself, when I grow up, I'm going to have six wives. I'm going to be like my father. You had too many. Six will be okay. I can manage minus six. I'm sure if I tell Angela now, I will be buried. <laughs> Until Christianity came. And then I started understanding, not that way. There is a better way. We are citizens of heaven. God has this word to to guide us guide us. The map is here. About marriage, I've being a father and a, a husband is right here. He's in the book. I gotta gather knowledge. I gotta know. You know, study these things hard because wisdom is generational. Look at what God said. Because you have rejected knowledge, I will also reject your children. You refuse to learn. So your children will suffer because you couldn't gather enough knowledge. You are rejected, and your children also rejected because you didn't study this thing enough. Mary started from God. This was God's own idea. And you mess with it, you also study the word, right? In this particular area, that was the first thing God put in place, and you didn't study enough to know that this is so important to God. I've got to do right and be with my. This not is divorce is a curse word when it comes to the Christian family. I got to do what's right. I got to study, so I'm not rejected and my children rejected. Because what I acquire from the wisdom of God is passed on to my children. They can see it in the house. They can see the principles. Even if they don't know the word, they can see it before their eyes. And they can imbibe it. And then it becomes a part of them. And from generation to generation, even to the 10th generation, according to the word of God. We have to do something. Uh, the, The marriage is built. There's got to be work through it. There's got to be knowledge. you got to study. you got to know about it. It's an amazing thing. Marriages are failing. They're fighting in the home. We are co- and co- There's so many books about marriage. You go in. you want a license. They should ask you, how many books on marriage have you read? And you say, one, well, go back home. You're not qualified for a license. But you see, the state doesn't have anything to do with marriage. Because marriage came from God. They won't require nothing from you. But I'm sure God requires something for us from us before we go into it. You go into it with knowledge. Let me share this scripture with you. It says, with regards to understanding, knowing what you're getting into. It says, Husband, likewise, 1 Peter 3 verse 7, Likewise dwell with them, what? With what? Yes understanding you must have if if god is asking you to dwell with them with understanding how can you do it if you have if you have no knowledge there is nothing to comprehend we understanding is a comprehension comprehension of knowledge acquired but he says to dwell with them Excuse me, with understanding. Basically, you have studied and you know many times it's funny. I'm talking to this guy. And he's talking to me about his wife and all these things uh, that his wife does and all of that. He's just complaining and I'm listening. And after a while, I start smiling to myself as he keeps talking. I said, uh, everything that you are complaining about, that's, she's just been a woman. <laughs> This is really, Pastor, you don't know. No, no, no. I've heard it all along. It's the same story. That's, she's just been a woman. You just don't have understanding. That's why she's been a woman. You want to change that into something else? What would you change her into? She's just been a woman. You haven't studied enough to know that that's just the way women react. If you know, then it shouldn't bother you. You already know that she's just been a girl. Hello? So you don't get mad and blow off the roof and all of that. So you study. Attend meetings. Today you have no excuse. On the internet people preach about this. If you're hurting in your marriage and you're sitting down there fighting. Why don't you get on the internet, study, listen. Get information, it'll help you. And you shall know the truth. And the truth, well, we need this person to come and tell us and preach to us. No, you're not willing. If you're willing, you do it by yourself. That's a clear sign to God you're serious. You've taken this thing serious. And I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay with my family. I'm going to make it work. You can get all the counselors to come and counsel. If you're not willing, it's not going to work. But if you're willing, even if you are not quite willing, the more information you get your mind begins to change. Amen? And you begin to say, this is wonderful. And, you, so if, and if that's a real problem for you, I can guarantee you, you can study it so much. Before long, God will now start using you to help others after you've been helped. That's the key. You don't have to beat yourself. Maybe God allowed it so that you can learn and grow up in it and get strong and be a tool in His hands to help people. Amen? Amen? Today, I don't have a whole lot of time. But let me say this. If you're single, to be single is a gift from God. Amen? It's a gift from God. Uh, don't be jealous of your friends that are getting married. Don't even mind them. Everybody, to, for everyone, God has a season his season is not my season i don't have to worry about them being a single person is a gift there are some people that are in, uh, that are married now they are doing everything to get out of it so that they can be single and you are doing everything to get back in their position you have to study to know these things it's a gift from god humans people come in sizes Tall one, short one, skinny one, fat one, whatever you want to call it. But life comes in phases. Your phase as a single person. One phase determines what's going to happen in the next phase. One phase is the phase for preparation for the next phase. God allowed it that way. So... If you're single, that's the phase God has gifted you with to prepare for the next phase. Don't waste those days. Enjoy your single life. Because believe me, there are things after you get married that you, you will not be able to do. I remember after Omar was born. Is he still around? Oh no, yes, that's wonderful. My life changed. We got this little fellow we he we keep, we couldn't go anywhere. We he we had to take him everywhere we went. We loved him, but boy did he change our lives. He changed our lives completely. We could just up, let's go to the movie. Oh, no, oh, oh my yeah. What were What if uh, what if he cries in the movie? If you start screaming in the movie, they won't like that. Uh, let's forget that we watch movie. Your life's changed. Enjoy your single life, amen. Enjoy it. You will be dreaming of it later. <laughs> so spend that time preparing for the next phase. Spend that time preparing. For the next phase. And let God help you. I think I will close with this. And um, so important. Did you know that some people came to Jesus. And they, they wanted to know about divorce. You know this scripture. Matthew 19. And they were asking Jesus. Is it okay for a man To divorce his wife for any and every reason? You know how Jesus replied to them? He said in Matthew 19 verse 4. He said, and he answered and said to them. Have you not read? Have you not read? He expected them to know. And he expects you to know. He expects you to have read much about marriage. Before you got into it, so you won't be asking silly questions. Have you not read? He expects you to know. He expects you to study. He expects you to acquire knowledge. To know about this. To buy the books and study and read. Attend conferences. Where they are talking about marriage. Just to learn. What's important. What's to be done. And what not to do. They'll give you all this great advice. Some of it, eh, that's okay. I'm not there yet. But this, oh, that one is good. And you keep gathering information and knowledge. And if it's, a word, if it's something from God, he stays with you forever. And your children, you can pass them on. You may not realize they are getting it, but subconsciously, the way the Holy Spirit works, they're getting it because you acquired it. It's more precious than gold. What you get from the Word of God, knowledge. That's what Jesus said. And you shall know what? The truth. And He shall make you free. He expects you to read, He expects you to study. No message can give you everything in one sitting like we can't do it. Angela and I can't do it here. That's not possible. But you can spend time if you want to dig. Bible says deep calls out to deep. You have to do it. Nobody's going to see. The Bible tells us if you are willing and obedient, you eat of the good of the land. If it really is a pain for you, buy books. Study on it. Read them. Today you can do a search on the internet, right? And they'll come up with answers. Some of them, or many of them, are not—they're no good. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> be discerning. <deserted. laughs> Some of those things, answers will be crazy. But you, but God, because He knows you, the hunger in your heart. Remember what the Scripture says: "Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness." For they shall be filled. Because God knows there is an hunger in your heart to know, to so do well, to be that person. What he does, he tells you in your spirit, that's a good one. Stay with it. And he compels you to stay there. And then you learn. And that word washes your mind and cleanses you and makes, makes you what he wants you to be. You have to be proactive. You have to do something. You can't just sit back. A house is built. By someone. And God is the one who builds all things. For time I'm going to stop here. I have a lot to say about singles preparing. Uh, I have to stop. (laughs) Amen. Amy, please come up. I think.